Good morning and welcome to the Weekly Roundtable. C-SPAN here. Um, only one quick announcement this week, and it's an easy one. I have FOMO this weekend. My guys in Pennsylvania are doing, I believe, the first statewide convergence um, that's ever been done in a three. So the entire state of Pennsylvania and the guys from Princeton and New Jersey are all getting together this weekend and doing a seesaw. I just wanted to give that group a shout-out, all my guys in Philly and all the uh, surrounding areas. Um, just really proud of the growth and everything. I guess once I got out of the way and moved back to Charlotte, things really, really took off. And so just wanted to say um, lots of guys involved, but there's one guy in particular I just want to make sure we call out. And his name's Uptown Girl. He was the uh, Nantan in Lehigh Valley, and he has just um, really pushed that thing forward. So just uh, shout-out to all those guys. Have a great weekend. Everybody stay safe and uh, have a great event. So transitioning into this week's discussion, and this is one of my uh, friends that I actually worked out with this morning. And so we're going to start with the easy stuff first. Slaughter, who EH'd you? How long have you been doing up three? Good morning, C-SPAN. Uh, it was lovely to see you at Combine this morning. Uh, yes, sir. Kettlebells and sprints always gets the day going, right? Absolutely. Um, so let's see. I started in F3 on June 6th, uh, 2012. Uh, my buddy Mighty Wind, our daughters, played softball together. He aged me and uh, said I thought, he thought I'd like this F3 thing and to meet him in front of my house at 5 o'clock on my bicycle and we rode to a workout called Ranger where I got the nickname Slaughter which has everything to do with Silence of the Lambs and nothing to do with the... Um, now infamous WWE wrestler from back in the day. Back in the day. Shout out, and that's a couple things. Uh, for everybody who uh, doesn't know, all the listeners that don't know what Ranger is, um, the guy did him right because he, took him, he didn't take him to an easy workout. So that, um, that used to be, I think, the toughest <laughs> Wednesday. I, I, is that, it was, I was, e was, it was easy toughest. back then. No, it was easy it was? back then. There's no problem. No problem. Oh, Absolutely okay. no problem. Got it. Sweet. And so I uh, just shout out uh, Mighty Winds, and uh, obviously you're the right kind of guy. Well, I know today is a um, – listeners, I just want you to sit back. This is going to be a conversation. Uh, Slaughter and a large team of people have been working on something for um, – really since I guess we talked at the beginning of the year. I know that it was, that it was started then, but you guys have been working on a, on a project, and it is completed. And I think Carmen San Diego, uh, by the time you guys hear this, Carmen San Diego will have it all live up on the website. It'll be beautiful. Um, and so, Slaughter, I'm going to get out of your way. And why don't you take it from there and start talking about you? I'm going to let you set the table of what you guys have been working on because I think it's, uh, I mean, it's great work. And I know there's a lot of guys who have been asking for this. You guys put it together. So floor is yours, brother. Yeah, thank, thanks, Steve Span. So today – uh, June the 25th, 2021, we are circulating our annual report for year ending 2020 for the F3 Nation. Uh, that is going to be live on our website. It actually is already. There is going to be a link in it to the Nation's newsletter that is coming out today. So everybody in the entire world with Internet access will have access to this annual report. Um, we had planned to get it out just a little bit earlier, 
Uh, obviously, 2020 has been over for just a little while, but um, it's done, it's ready, and it's, uh, it's out there. First, I wanted to thank the people who worked on this and, and made it possible. It, it looks fantastic. It's got all the important information in it. Uh, TML, uh, the nation's COO, uh, spearheaded putting this together. Mr. Bojangles, who is the nation's accountant, uh, uh, assembles all of our numbers, which he does anyway, and I'll put it in this format. Carmen San Diego uh, actually built what you're looking at on the website. It is pleasing to the eye. And, um, and the rest of the executive board, uh, executive committee uh, went through it, edited it, and then, of course, the board of directors signed off on the initiative to begin with and gave final approval for this document. So thank you, everybody, who worked really hard to put this together. So let me talk for a second, C-SPAN, about why this exists. Uh, I had the idea last year as part of our initiative to become a real deal organization um, that this was something that was necessary. This was something that we owed the PACs who work out with us and are part of our team day in and day out. We owe this to uh, people who donate money to the nation. We owe this to people who want to learn a little bit about the organization. Uh, and we owe it to ourselves as leaders to make sure that we have every single peer who's running around this country or this world with a nickname uh, to hold us accountable for the things that we're doing. So that's what this is. Um, and I was going to take a, a minute and go through kind of what's in here. I'm going to skip a lot of the obvious stuff. Uh, there's a letter that I had written. goes kind of through our, our mission. It's got our expansion goal chart that everybody at this point is familiar with, quarter million guys in 2025. It shows what our growth is over the last two years, which everybody is also familiar with. Uh, at the end of last year, we were in 39 states. We had 176 regions, and uh, we had 2,606 AOs. That has obviously increased through 2021, but that's where we were at the end of last year. Um, and then we kind of go through a little bit uh, in this report of what we've been doing to connect people because the larger we get, the more challenging and important that becomes. We talk about our social media initiatives, podcast initiatives, uh, leadership communication that's on here, everything from the monthly Nantan Zoom calls and everything else that the comms team is working on. Uh, talks a little bit about going international and specifically it's talking about the uh, Kenya launch that occurred not all that long ago. Uh, the next page talks all about the F3 Foundation. So before I go through the rest of this report, I'm going to pause again, and I'm going to explain once again what the official structure of the leadership of the F3 Nation is according to our bylaws. Uh, that are, of course, filed with the Secretary of State. So um, F3 Nation is officially run by a group of operating officers that consist of five people. Myself, Dark Helmet, who is the president of the nation, Crotch Rocket, who is president of the foundation, the Mighty Lance, 
who is the Chief Operating Officer, and our newly added GMO, who is the Head of Sectors. These five people are named in our bylaws as the operating officers who are officially tasked with the responsibility of running the nation on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, we answer to the Board of Directors. I uh, am both on the operating side and I am a Board of Director myself, kind of as a liaison, but there are eight men who are the Board of Directors. Their primary responsibility is uh, the hiring and firing of the CEO, which is, of course, myself. So um, I report back to them. They do things like uh, receive and approve the budget. Um, we keep them abreast of some of the larger things that are going on. Uh, they, of course, have autonomy over the foundation, and uh, they do things like improve important documents that become public, such as this annual report. That is why they are listed on the final page of the annual report, because they are the kind of highest um, responsible group in the nation. Any questions so far, C-SPAN? Yeah, I'm going to let you take a second and uh, take a breath. For the uh, guys who listen to the Scratch and Win podcast, we kind of came up with this analogy for F3 Nation, one boat, um, one set of oars, um, is the nation. The other set of oars is the foundation. Um, I didn't go over it last when I was talking to Scratch and Wind, but what I should have really said is the board of directors are the guys really steering the ship. So there's um, that executive group that's making sure that the you know the, all the oars are in the water, but that executive uh, board is really the ones that are steering the ship. And so I hopefully that a boat analogy. Um, you know, for you guys who are a little bit simpler than slaughter, uh, hopefully that makes sense to everybody that this it's still all one big team, um, that executive board's over all of it. So I'll hand it back to you. Hopefully right. that analogy made sense to you. Yeah, and, and so the rest of the folks that are kind of at the top end on a, on a, on a national level for this organization is Helmet's shared leadership team. And that includes a lot of the folks that you hear from on a regular basis, Hello Kitty and tool time, an Italian job, and we've got some new guys, Dilly Dilly. We've got all this, the, the, the sector, uh, the region heads and, and the sectors that we have. Um, although those individuals, those positions aren't named in our bylaws, they are the, uh, the leadership team of the nation. And as you heard on your podcast last week, the roundtable, uh, Scratch and Win explained that we're also creating an advisory board for the foundation. Um, so... These are all of the people that kind of head the nation, and, and that's great. We've been working for two years to establish this, this formality, um, this redundancy, this accountability, um, and all of that so that we can make this organization grow. We can create a machine that can handle everything that's coming down the line, and we can make it generational. We can protect what we have, and all those types of things. And, and that's been going really, really well. We've been talking a lot about it. I think everybody's familiar with it. The problem I ran into is that, um, you know, that is not the end of the team. Like I said earlier, the team is, is every man running around this world with an F3 nickname, and the foundation is, or, or this report is designed to make sure that everybody who has been tasked with the mission 
to bring this thing to every person in the world who wants it, it's only fair that they know what's going on. It's only fair they get a look behind the curtain at the engine running this ship so that um, so they have all of the information. So that, that's where this came from. So I'm going to get back to uh, the report, and I'm on the fourth page here of the foundation. And what this does, it goes through what our 2021 goals were. Uh, at the top of that list, of course, was uh, raising the money and hiring our executive director, which we which we did. Uh, and then it talks a lot about our fundraising. We actually raised $412,000 last year through the foundation, which was in excess of our $300,000 goal. Uh, a lot of that was earmarked. Uh, a lot of that was to fund the executive director position for a period of 18 months um, and a lot of other things. But it, it, it kind of goes through what our goals were and the fact that we uh, achieved them. And it talks about some of uh, – it goes through the list of what our grants included. Uh, then next, C-SPAN is, is probably the most important and most transparent part of this uh, report, and that's the financials. We actually list the financials on here. Uh, we show you the end-of-year balance sheet for both the nation and the foundation. We show you the P&L statement, budget versus actual for 2020. Uh, we break that down in the nation by the nation and the GROWRUC, two different divisions that we have. Uh, and it shows that our total expenses in 2020 for just the nation were was budgeted at $157,000, and we actually ended up with uh, expenses of $88,000. Um, COVID had absolutely everything to do with that. This also shows where all of our income comes from, which is uh, GROWRUC, uh, royalty income, uh, book sales, and F3 beer. So it shows where every dollar of that comes from. It then goes on to show what our 2021 budget is, uh, and our budget for t this year for just the nation is $154,000, and that shows how that's broken out by advertising, officer payments, professional fees, travel, which includes our uh, expansion and troubadour programs, uh, and other, and that, of course, is encompassing GROWRUC as well. What those numbers do not include is anything having to do with the 10-year. That is not part of this. Um, going down further, C-SPAN, we have all of that same information for the foundation. Uh, the only source of revenue for the foundation uh, are donations, and it shows what that was. Um, there's also a balance sheet, and then there is a profit and loss that shows we had a 2020 budget of $72,000, and we had an actual uh, expenditures of $139,000. Our 2021 budget for the foundation is $355,000. Um, and then the P&L gets broken down on here by general fund, some earmarked things. Um, that's the P&L for 2020. Uh, and then the earmarked initiatives such as the Greensboro Park, push-ups for playgrounds, vests for sheriffs, etc. So that shows 
what came in and what went out for that $139,000 that was spent last year. So a couple of highlights, uh, C-SPAN. Um, I was going to just dive into a couple of these numbers that are, I think are important. But before I did that, did you have any questions on what I just went over? No, brother. You're, I think you're nailing it. And I just, you know, um, I, I joke around about the eight guys in the parking lot. This doesn't change anything. But what this does is when you're having that thought about where does this all this money go, just read the report. And so, I, brother, you're, you're nailing it, and I appreciate your transparency. And on behalf of the nation, I'm going to tell you I thank you for doing this because I know this was there's a lot of work that uh, went into this. So you just keep taking it from here. You're killing it. Uh, thanks. Um, so there's a lot of, of, of items in our budget. I'm going to focus on the nation right now. Um, for example, our professional fees, we've got a budget of 31000 excuse me, $37,100 for just the nation. Um, and I've had conversations with folks before. We, we pay everybody that performs a service for the nation. That includes our attorneys, which includes our trademark attorney, uh, our corporate attorney. That includes our um, accountant, uh, our bookkeeper. We've got a part-time admin all of those different things. And um, a lot of them are F3 folks. Uh, all of those F3 folks give us a discount from what they would normally charge somebody, but they do charge us. And the reason for that, and I've explained this before on your podcast, is that um, as we transition from selling T-shirts out of the back of OBT's car, which was absolutely necessary and helped get us to where we, we are now, to um, these types of things, big boy organization with uh, a combined budget of over half of a million dollars for 2021, we need to pay people so that we can hold them accountable. Um, I insist upon that. Uh, if you'd like to donate your time, we would be willing to take a discount if you're offering a professional service, but we will pay you. Uh, the other line item that you might notice in here are officer payments. We do pay the um, executive officers of the nation, and we pay several members of the shared leadership team. For example, I get paid $750 a month uh, for my role as the CEO of the nation. That's a 1099 payment, um, and I get that every month, and many of the other officers get the same thing. Um, and that goes back to what I just said, C-SPAN. We insist on paying people something for the services that they provide, that's the absolute only way to provide accountability to the nation. Because one of the problems that we ran into before was you'd get plenty of guys to volunteer. The nation is full of guys that are on fire for growing this thing and, and making it better. But what we found was inevitably something would happen in those individuals' lives. It's just life. Whether it's mammon or uh, somebody, something else in your concentrica, and your volunteer duties inevitably fall kind of to the back of the burner. Now, paying somebody 250 or $500 a month for probably an average of maybe 10 hours of work a week um, doesn't equate to very much, but it's a big difference between nothing, a true volunteer position, and a paid position. So this way you can hold folks accountable. So that was one challenge we were having on the front end, on the other side of things, if you have somebody in a leadership position trying to manage a bunch of volunteers, it's almost impossible to hold that leader accountable 
because they can't hold the volunteers accountable. So we were having difficulty keeping people in leadership positions because it was kind of like herding cats. Well, I'll get it this week. Well, I'll get it next week. So anyway, we pay a small stipend to a lot of the people who are uh, – to all of the people on the executive group and, and people that are in some several other leadership positions within the nation. So that's where that number comes from, 49 – excuse me, $55,066. Um, some of the big numbers. Uh, one thing you will notice, we have a shortfall from what the nation earns through book sales, grow ruck, et cetera, that shortfall is made up by uh, donations from our general fund in the foundation, and that is designed to continue. Um, you know, we, for what our expenses are, the, uh, the royalty just doesn't match up to that. And Grow Ruck, of course, is designed to be somewhat of a break-even enterprise. Um, we're not making a bunch of money on that, but uh, we do have an awful lot of expenses. And that includes paying the people who plan the events and, uh, and whatnot. Uh, so that's kind of where all of that comes from. And as Scratch and Win gets up to speed, uh, some of the money that is being raised will indeed help fund the efforts of the nation. And that's all detailed here in the report. Uh, so finally, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the last page of the report lists the Board of Directors just the same way it does and always has on the website so that everybody knows who, uh, who is responsible ultimately for this thing being published and for overseeing these numbers on a quarterly basis. That's my presentation on the annual report, T-SPAN. Uh, and you did great. You nailed it. And I, um, <clears throat> you know, I said it before, but on behalf of the nation, you know, and I'm, I'm in all the groups of eight guys in parking lots across the, you know, the world now. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for putting it together. Um, you know, uh, part of your legacy, I think, is going to be this. I mean, <clears throat> you're a transparent guy. You put it all out there. And I, uh, the the report, I want for the podcast listeners. You need to go look at the report. I mean, we're Scratch and Win and I talked about this also. We look like a professional organization. The kind of people that we're going to be going up against um, for grants, things like that, those organizations have these kind of reports, and these are the people we're competing with, and I'm just so proud of the work that you guys did um, getting this put together because it's impressive. I mean, it's, um, you know, it, we look like, a, uh, you know, we look like a real nonprofit now. So I, you know, it's it's not. It might be a bunch of guys working out in a in a parking lot every morning, but we um, we are going to be very very competitive. I think in the grant and then in the nonprofit sector. So, brother, I'm really yeah. Proud I mean, of you it, you're you're right about that, C-SPAN. That part of what, how this was designed is to be a tool to be used uh, by Scratch and Win. I mean, when he goes and and presents this to different groups. Um, to get grants, to get donations and different things. This is something people can look at when they say, you know, tell me, tell me a little bit more about the inner workings of your organization. This, this pretty much spells it out. This explains who we are, what we're trying to achieve, what our growth goals are, uh, what our growth has been over the past couple years, uh, and it explains very specifically what the numbers are in and out. 
So uh, I think it's a fantastic tool, not to mention that it's uh, sharp and professional looking. Um, and I think it's going to help. I think it's going to help in other ways too. Um, you know, you, you know as well as I, C-SPAN, when somebody's curious about something, whether you're buying something or looking for a contractor, we all go to the website, right? Well, that's no different for F3. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure some guys who are considering coming out will go to the website, and I think this is going to be something that will help them get um, engaged even earlier by seeing that, hey, there's a lot going on here besides the workouts. Um, it, you know, what, what can I get involved in? So I think it's, I think it's fantastic. And like I said, probably the, one of the most important things, obviously this is going to continue. This is the first time we've done it in 10 years, but this is a tool to keep the people driving the bus accountable. Um, no, you know, when you know that everybody's going to, going to have a look at, uh, at your laundry, you, 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 you make sure your drawers are clean. You know, that's, that's kind of the idea because I'm not going to be CEO for, forever and nobody else who is on the board or, or in a position of leadership right now is going to be here. And we want to make sure that the next generation uh, protects what we have to protect as well. You know, when you're talking about a half a million dollars, you've got to be careful um, what you do when you're talking about intellectual property that's becoming more and more valuable the larger we get. We've got to make sure that's taken care of. So that's, uh, that's part of what this is designed to do. And, you know, I would certainly challenge everybody to become familiar with this and um, you know, ask any questions that they might that they might have because that's your that's your right and your duty as a, as a as a member of this organization. Let's do this. I think um, I, I think you did a really good summary there. The document kind of talks for itself. If a guy um, has a, a specific question, who should he reach out to? Uh, well, it depends on what that question is. Um, you know, we always encourage folks to uh, contact local leadership if they've got a question that, that's re revolving around something that's happening in their city. Um, if you've got a question about what's happening at, at a national level, uh, if it involves the foundation, you can, you can contact Crotch Rocket. If it involves uh, the nation and, and, and some of the operation that we're having there, you can contact Helmet and he will uh, give you to the appropriate person. And you can always uh, contact me um, if you want to know about something that's happening, uh, and you can find me on Slack. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to just say, I've got to like say two more things. Um, I know you're going to be busy with the tenure this year, and I know you're picking a uh, Grow Ruck to go to, and I feel like we just got to catch the listeners up because every single week I talk about Grow Ruck. So what, what's your plan for tenure? Are you going to tenure, and then also um, have, you, have you chosen a Grow Ruck to do? I will. I'll be, uh, I will be out west in Sacramento for the final Grow Ruck of the year uh, in November. Wow. So I'll be there, and you betcha I'll be at the tenure. Outstanding. The other thing I'll I'm also sure be. Uh, Go ahead. I'll, I'll also be a few other places uh, throughout the course of the year. I've, uh, I have been invited by several regions to uh, appear via Zoom at their SLT meetings or uh, or come to uh, a special event that they're having. So I've I've got a few of those on the calendar to uh, go meet some of the guys and and uh, talk a little bit about F three. 
Excellent. Well, I think we're at the point where I've, I've covered everything that we were going to have on our list to cover today. But I always like to kind of open it up because um, with your role, um, you know, you're a, you're part of the team that's steering the ship. And so I always like to give you enough space that you can uh, we can transition away from the financial reporting and now we can actually just talk about what you want to tell the men of the nation. So why don't I'll just hand it back to you and um, you take it from here. My my one item is to talk about the 10-year coming up in October. Um, you know, we have maybe 350 guys registered for this thing, and we really need about 1,000 packs to show up. We are very far from where we need to be. Um, the team that is heading this event up, the local guys in Cape Fear and the guys on the nation, did a great job last year. COVID kind of screwed them up, and I feel like we've lost momentum. We really haven't had many people uh, sign up. And I am, I'd like to at, personally ask people from across the nation, local leadership in our almost 200 cities, to please try to get some people to come to this thing. Um, number one, the ten, this 10-year ten <laughs> party, this celebration was my idea. So uh, if it flops, that, that's on me. I don't want it to do that. Uh, number two, there's a lot of people that have been working really hard for now a really long time to put this together. It's going to be fantastic. Um, if you love F3, if you love talking about F3, if you love working out with guys, if you like hearing ideas, innovations, and stories from across the country, if you like meeting people in a different city and, and, and talking about this thing, if, if, if it is important to you, I would encourage you to try to come. Uh, and finally, we've got a, quite a large financial commitment. Um, you know, we've got blocks of hotel rooms that we've agreed to take that if people don't rent, we're responsible to pay for. Uh, we've got party space planned. Uh, we've got equipment that we're renting on the beach. We've got, we've got large commitments that we need people to come and, and take care of. And we've got a... a, a We've got Joe DeSena, who is the founder and CEO of Spartan Races, coming to give the keynote address. I'll be talking about something. The founders of F3 will be talking about something. We've got breakout sessions so that you can learn about different things. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. Um, I just would ask guys to take that weekend in November. If you want to come with your family, fine. If you just want to clown car down. And it's just all about F3. Um, it's going to be a great weekend. Please sign up. We need you to sign up, and this thing's only going to be as good as the number of guys that we have there. Um, but Gravity and Beauty and TML and Dark Helmet and all the people that are working on this thing are putting a lot of time and effort into it, and it's, it's, it's really going to be something special. I hope in the future that we eventually, C-SPAN, get to the point where, having, where we're having annual conferences, F3 conferences. This would really be the first one, and we really want this to be big, because we're celebrating 10 years. Organizations don't last 10 years. This is a big deal. Um, and as we grow and as we become more focused on, on what it is we're trying to achieve, as we try to take this to more people, um, to every person who wants it, this is kind of the crescendo of that. It's a time to take a break and, 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 and celebrate what we've done and, and talk about where we're going and, uh, and have a party. So that's my, that's my deal with the 10-year. Outstanding. 
And um, I, I I agree with you. I think eventually this uh, this could actually be uh, an annual event, or you know, every five years or something, we could have something something like this because there's always going to be guys rejoin, you know, joining F3 or rejoining. You know, that's the other thing that we're going to be talking about eventually too is guys might drop off for a bit and come back. And this is a super, you know, a great way to get recharged and get reconnected to F3. So, brother, it's and, always and if good you want to, if you if you want to come and can't afford it, there are scholarships available. So, contact, uh, you know, when you go to the F3 10-year website, there's a place to uh, to contact folks. Please do that. Outstanding. All right. Um, I know you always give us uh, the last word on uh, on what you the best part of F3 to you is. So lay it on the listeners if they haven't heard it before. We talked a little bit about it when we EH guys um, and, and somebody new shows up, um, you know, introducing yourself, that type of thing is important. Um, the other thing that I think is important is bringing the ball of man back. I mean, we're, we're through this COVID thing I've been, I was in Myrtle Beach yesterday. Uh, I've been here. I, I, I've, I've been all over the place, and I'm not seeing a bunch of balls of man. I'm not asking anybody to do anything that they're not comfortable with. But if you are comfortable with it, embrace another man. There, there, you know, when I, when I give my little spiel about the core principle of men only, one of the reasons for that is that uh, this is an inappropriate relationship with any woman who is not your wife because it is designed to be an intimate setting amongst men. Hug a man. Touch a man. It's, uh, there's a lot of power in that. And if somebody's hurting and if somebody doesn't know how to reach out, if somebody's new, or even if everything's fine in your life, that's a powerful thing to occur first thing in the morning when the sun's coming up and you just got done doing something hard together. That's why we've done the ball of man and, and helmet's been and pushing for that thing to come back. So I would encourage uh, folks who are comfortable with it to, to, to start doing that again because I do think that it makes a difference. Maybe we can get Bones to give us a little spiel on um, human physical contact in, uh, on the COT coming up in the weeks. But I'm pretty positive there are some, some pretty good health benefits to it. Absolutely, and I'm sure there's some uh, absolute mental benefits to it. Uh, like the mental benef- benefits probably outweigh everything else. So, brother, it's always great talking to you. I um, thank you for putting this together, and thank you for the transparency and your leadership. And um, for the rest of you, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great week. See you, C-SPAN. See you, brother. See you, man. <laughs>